the American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington, D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. We are back. Second hour of the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statmiller, with you on this Monday, 27. April 2020, Steve Elkins down in Florida, riding shotgun on the show today. Let's go to the phones. John in Michigan. Oh, you're back. Hello, John. Yes, I'm, I'm here, and it's good to hear you gentlemen, too. Uh, I was uh, going to bring, it just opened so many uh, different uh, opinions or uh, ideas. I, ho- I, hope you made, I hope you made a cheat sheet uh, crib notes there. <laughs> I did. Okay. Uh, uh, going back to Pence. Uh, I think uh, this is a very brilliant move uh, on Trump because uh, he was forced into it by the Democrats to go ahead and do everything. Cuomo said he had to do stuff, so uh, that's one way to expose um, someone that's probably not doing his job too well and not having to, uh, because when this all comes out, when you have Fauci on there uh, spouting his mouth uh, you know, for all those days, because that's who Pence picked and Burks, it's, I think it's, it's a great way to expose him. I don't think he's, Trump is that um, ignorant. Or, you know, he, he had a, uh, uh, a security person that was with him for years, that was with him uh, you know, to, from the time he woke up to the time he went to, um, to sleep, and he was kicked out of the White House by that one general that was in charge for a while. But I don't think those people gave up working for him, so... I think there's that's in the background. I think he's really had a lot of aces that uh, more than the deck candles. Uh, well, so John, I, I'm really John. Let me let me say this because I just learned this the other day. Um, that there are people in the West Wing that every friends friends have friends and their friends have friends. So there's still a pipeline into the White House, and I'm not going to name names or anything like that because, well, <laughs> for obvious reasons. But um, there is still Trump is getting good information from people outside of that White House to people that have common sense, that know right from wrong, yes from no, that kind of thing. And that on the port, important issues, the word's still getting to Trump. And that's the word that I got. So, And that comes from well, a very good I, source. I, I, I feel that, too. And you still have Eric Prince out there, too. So yeah. uh, there's... 
so many things uh, that people aren't aware of as far as protection and information. Uh, he knew going in there that it was a swamp, and they're just all coming out of the woodwork now and, and having Fauci. Re- and re- revealing, they've got to reveal themselves. Here, here's the problem. Right. They're going for broke, John, so this is no half measure. They're all in, and th- this is a hell of a gamble for them, and it's not paying off. It's falling apart. Well, hey, let me ask a, let me ask a question to the two Johns here, and and just John, if um, if not the South Dakota governor, then who? Let's let's say that she's out. Who's who would be who would be the next choice? Anybody? Oh, I would pick Melania. That's me, though. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> but, not good. Uh, no, well, who knows? Uh, uh, you have to just look at uh, those who have handled this, uh, and, and those that know some politics. But uh, who would know that? All about the Bilderbergs and all the others. Uh, you know, about, homes, okay, can I can I make a suggestion, Steve? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I got two Steves on here now. I thought I had John and Steve. Steve, uh, really? let me make let me make this suggestion to you. Okay. Let's get that guy. Um, his initials are RP. He. Let's get him out of mothballs. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of people. I that one. Yeah, there's a lot of people that recognize and understand. You say Ron Paul, you know this was a, this was a guy that was being treated like a rock star on college campuses, and he was an old conservative. Okay, yeah. And and what better counter on university that they now have been operating and spreading their uh, socialism, communism? Uh, it, it, that would also work as well. And oh, by the way, he's a medical doctor. And he understand. He was on the banking committee. He understands the Constitution. Oh, well, let's get this guy out of mothballs. Good choice. And 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 don't worry, uh, don't worry, Ron. They're not going to kill you first. They'll have to kill him. Then they'd have to kill you. Yeah. One 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 more thing, John. I think that's uh, the great uh, second choice for sure. Uh, uh, the, the the doctor that was on that one report, Doctor Shiva, I think he's running for office too yeah. for uh, Pocahontas's spot. Yeah, and I, I trust think, this guy as far as I can throw him. Well, I uh, well when he said that, uh, he thought that uh, they probably are ignorant. You know, Fauci up there talking like that. He's uh, out in left field because these people are been around for hundreds of years. The people behind him, he's just uh, part of the program and. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that it's at this level. Chemtrails, that was the first thing you brought up. Uh, Northern Michigan has been known for Chemtrail City, and uh, no chemtrails for two months or a month and a half. Isn't that amazing? Uh, isn't that just amazing? And the color of your sky up there, isn't that amazing that we're now allowed to see? Oh, well, I know one thing. You know, though, I'd like, to ask, I'd like I, to ask a question, though, in New York. I, I suspected maybe they may have chemtrailed sprayed the, the COVID-19. If any uh, people out there listening in New York, I would like to know if if you've noticed an increase in chemtrails in the last couple of weeks, as last couple of months prior to the announcement of COVID nineteen. I'd like to see if anybody would come forward and say, "Yeah, the sky was just full, more than normal." Mm-hmm. That would be good. I did talk to Deborah Tavares, and I know that's a different sidebar, but uh, this weekend, and she said they were being heavily chemtrailed uh, in Northern California. So they've got their zones, but they here in Northern Michigan. I think we've had didn't you know missed our share of aluminum in our soil, but it, no chemtrails, and it's just a phenomenon because I've been watching this since. And, the, and John, the you know, you know how I feel about Deborah Tavares. You know. Yes. So you know, thanks for bringing her up again, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it, I'm right. a wise guy. 
Uh, thanks, gentlemen. God bless you. I, I appreciate it. Thanks, John. <laughs> God loves... bless you. I didn't get a God bless you. That's not cool. <laughs> John, call back and give me a God bless you. I yeah. need some blessings. Uh, don't encourage him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Deborah Tafaris, I look for. Uh, I, I met her before. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. I. She's out there. Yeah. Well, she's, she's, she's kind of a clone. She's kind of a Sarah Palin clone. If you meet her. Well, I. You know, I don't even know. I don't. I. I. I'd prefer not to even have her name mentioned, so I don't have to comment on it. But. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's go back to the telephones here. Uh, Stuart in Florida. Hello, Stuart. You think you just lost him? Stuart, are you there? Okay. Brent in Wisconsin. Hello, Brent. Hey, good afternoon, John and Steve. Things are going well there. It sounds like you're having a great time in the program this afternoon. And, uh, you know, I hear rights mentioned a lot and and abrogating our rights and changing our rights and stealing our rights. And what I never hear very much of or haven't heard at all, I don't think, is uh, the Supreme Court ruling in Miranda versus Arizona, the ruling that our Miranda rights came out of. Mm -hmm. One of the things the uh, Supremes held, besides your right to have an attorney and all that if you're arrested, is where rights are concerned, there can be no law or rulemaking involved. In other words, if you have a right, hey, buddy, you got it. I can't take it. You can waive it. Mm-hmm. You go to court. Mm-hmm. The judge says, do you want a bench trial or a jury trial? Mm-hmm. Well, the judge looks like he's in pretty good condition that day. And and uh, so you say, well, I'll, I'll have a bench trial. The judge probably would say, well, let the records show that that Mr. Statmiller waived his right to a jury trial, and then you go ahead on and get hung by the judge. Mm-hmm. But the thing about rights are, you can, only you can waive them. I can't take them from you. And any time you want them back, all you have to do is claim them. Well, it's funny you should mention that because I posted an article up uh, today that hits upon that exact point, is we're not giving up anything. It is not theirs to give, nor it is theirs to take. And, that's right. And the thing that's missing on people, and Steve, you started out with the 4th of July thing, which was a perfect way to approach this. You're going to celebrate freedom? You don't have any freedom. And you said prior to COVID-19, hell, way before that. Uh, yeah, they try to get you to agree to abrogate your own rights, sign your own rights away, and you're, the, and, and you're right, Brent. They're, you're the only one that can do that. Your rights are still intact. You stand up for yourself. Guess what? The rights are still intact. You've not yielded. John, are you re- are you referring to that article on the website? They're called "Winning the Word War." Uh, I very well could. Is that be. The article you're I, I, to? I forget the title yeah, of the story. I, yeah, "Winning the Word War." I suggest the listeners go read the uh, the banner article on the website. They're winning the word war of how who def- redefines the word actually calls the victory. To themselves, usually, it's a good article. Anything back else? Back in the day when, back in the day when I'd be in front of a judge, and it's been quite a number of years now, thankfully, I'd go into court, and uh, before we really got going with the proceedings, I would tell the judge, uh, "I'm here by way of special and limited appearance, and not a general appearance. I claim all of my rights at all times and waive none of them, knowingly or unknowingly." 
Boy, that's just like you stick them with a pen. They sit up and take notice. But then you got to have your app together after that, or they'll kind of run over the top of you, you know. <laughs> well, and, and, and that's why I suggested, Brent, that people that go in to courts and they're there to represent themselves have a have an attorney with them only in an advisory capacity to do more with procedure than anything else because that's what the prosecutor and the judge himself will try to trip you up on, and that's procedures. Sure, and your free attorney or whoever's representing you, they'll just let it go because they're all going to the clam bake at that summer later, you know, and the they're judge all, will say, well, hey, attorney yeah. so-and-so. Yeah, they're all part of the same system, yeah. That's right. All right. Well, Brent, I appreciate your call very much. Thank you. God bless you folks. Have a great day. Thank you. See, you got it. See, did you hear him, Steve? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. Well, that that went for you. You've mentioned that before, defending yourself and going there, and and you start to, uh, to, you know, talk about your rights, and the the judges don't want to hear about your rights. You start talking about Constitution, next you find yourself in jail and contempt. (laughs) Well, well, that's because they can't hear any constitutional cases. They're a court of equity. (laughs) Right. Robert right. in Kansas. Hello, Robert. Hey, John and Steve. Thanks for taking my call. I wanted to talk about what I think the globalists have planned for us. And over this COVID-19 thing, I think they want to take us to war with China over this over this pandemic to blame it on China. Mm-hmm. And then once we're in war with China, they're going to pull the financial economic rug out from America and allow China to win and bring in their global communist uh, ideology. So I want to warn people about blaming a nation state for what's occurring here when there are people who set far above nation states, the banker class, and they want to pit nation states against each other so they can bring in their world government. And anybody, Robert, pushing that, and I have specifically avoided those stories, because these are the people, these are the closet, uh, let's say, uh, neocons, and they're umbrage that bring these stories to the media, to the newspapers, whatever else. Uh, I, I am paying them no mind whatsoever, because I don't think ginning up a war against communist China at this point over COVID-19 or any other issue is going to be worth anybody's time whatsoever. And I think saner... Saner heads are going to prevail from here on out. Uh, not to say that, you know, the neocons are sane, uh, not by a long shot, but you understand what I'm trying to say here. Absolutely, John. And I just wanted uh, everyone to be wary of that. If, if they're, they're blaming China, and uh, China is a, is a nation state just like us, we have a banker class that sets above us, that controls us with money, yep. through money, yep. through the bank. Yep. And so it, it, I just want everyone to be aware of that, that, uh, that when they're blaming the other people, the people of China, that, that there's another level that is beyond the nation states. Well, so and, I don't want to go to war with China. Yeah. Robert, you, you've heard me. I, well, what is the number one problem? And I posed this question on a conference call to a, a group of people yesterday and, and individually. I was on the phone all day yesterday. You know, I, I don't stop. At uh, any rate. I said, in in your estimation, what's the number one problem? And I, I'm not getting a fast return on that. I'm okay. Well, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. And, and the answers are slow in coming. Sometimes they get it right. In my estimation, sometimes they don't. Uh, 
It is the very mechanism that has emptied the world out of its own wealth. This has given us this toxic currency that every developed nation is under. And here's our number one boogeyman. The very people that gave us one thing and called it money while the whole time they're running out the back door with the real goodies while we're left standing there holding next to nothing. I, I mean, Robert, Absolutely. it's it, it's as plain on my face as a nose on my face. How's your nose? <laughs> well, yeah, I got a big nose, John, but I just want to say that, you know, you have a great show. You put out such good information. Steve Elkins is a brilliant man, and I appreciate everything you do. Okay. Y'all have a good day, okay? Thank you, Robert. I don't know about well, that. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Well, I, really I sure as hell wouldn't so. either. I was so in. <laughs> well, thank you anyway. Well, you're 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 welcome. I, I got to mail him a check out for saying that. You know. <laughs> well, Ralph Northam, Virginia's Democratic governor. By the way, they still got the bills in the house down there to take your guns away from you and everything else. They didn't learn their lesson there. And this Northam character, I, what do they got this guy on crack or LSD or something? Because he's not he's not seeing the political backlash in his own state. Ralph Northrum, Virginia's Democratic governor, on Friday said once the percent of positive tests of COVID-19 and hospitalizations dropped for 14 consecutive days, the state can begin phase one of reopening. Uh, According to him, that time has not come. And Northrum's original lockdown is set to run until at least, you ready for this, Steve? June 10th. We cannot and will not lift restrictions like one turns on a light switch. Who added under to the phase one, and now we're into phases here, folks. Isn't it wonderful? This is all planned out. Phase one, phase two. Some businesses would have to remain closed. Easing too much too soon could jeopardize public health and consumer confidence. You heard the doctors. Exactly what we've been saying. They interrupted this cycle of flu. Yeah, we're going to have a second wave. Yeah, but it's going to happen during warm weather. Ain't going to work out too good for him. But at any rate, he goes on to say, um, to jeopardize the public health. But Norman Oliver, Northam State Health Commissioner, said that phase one restrictions will likely remain in effect until the effective treatment or a vaccine are widely available. Steve. Amazing. <laughs> I, you being the medical guy, I knew that would get you. Uh, he went on to say, uh, I personally think phase one will be a two-year affair. Two years. There's a lot of people working on this, and I hope they prove me wrong. Well, geez, no sh- sugar Two Sherlock. years. Amazing. Phase one will keep some businesses closed while others reopen under strict safety restrictions. And here again, they don't have the power to do this. You people down in Virginia, have you had enough of this crap? You need to jerk this jerk out of office. You need to get rid of him. Recall him. Recall him. Absolutely. I mean, y'all have plenty of time since you're still mostly shut down in Virginia. Get to work on this right now. Because you're going to be yeah, going. It'll, it'll happen, John. It'll happen. If he stretches it out that far, or tries to, he'll they'll yank him out of office. They will. No doubt. That's it. just phase one. I mean, I've been hearing this stuff, and it's ludicrous. I've been hearing. Well, this could be another eighteen months. Uh, your political career, you, you got the you got the life expectancy in your political career of a house fly about two weeks. Time is a time is a ticking. We'll be back. Thank you. 
Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. People of the earth, can you hear me? Came a voice from the sky on that magical night And in the colors of a thousand sunsets They travel to the world on a silvery light All righty, we are back. <sighs> Two years to open up Virginia, huh? <laughs> uh, Governor, I'm going to make a prediction. You're not going to be around. <laughs> You're not going to be around much longer. Uh, you know what? I want people to understand something that uh, 
Virginia is a state. Can you do a quick factoid check for me? How many presidents, U.S. presidents, came out of Virginia? I did know it one time. What? Nine? Well, check that. Uh, This would be one of the targets for the communists and the socialists to go after, folks. Keep that in mind. Eight? Eight presidents came out of Virginia. Uh, The most of any state, I do believe. So, obviously, that's on the radar to flip those states to commie red. Oh, it's not blue, folks. It's just commie. commie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a red state now, in in the vein of that's what the communists go by. It, it's red. Well, remember the old saying, Steve? I'd rather be dead than red. That's right. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I hope Northam feels the same way because he's going to experience a political death. Oh, Tom yeah, in Utah. Hello, Tom. Hi, hi, John and Steve. Hi. This is a simple question for Steve. Since you're still in the circuit. Do you have any clue as to how much reserves we have for the life-preserving glandulars that people are dependent on? No, I do not know. Wait a minute. Can, enlighten me, because I didn't understand the question. What did you call that? Well, the, uh, the hormones, the thyroid, insulin, that... People that are, uh, I, I have no, I have no clue what the supply is. I, I can tell you right now. Wife came home and said that um, her hospital received an order, fulfilled an order for eighty thousand masks. So there's no mask problem right now. Every every hospital has tons of masks. But as far as your essential essentials like uh, you know synthroid and insulin, I I do not have a clue of what. Uh, what they have in stockpiles. I know I've seen in my career so far, what, 27 years, I've seen shortages, which I could never find out why we had shortages. We were had we had shortages of morphine at one time. We had shortages of uh, Demerol. We had shortages of Versed, a uh, couple of uh, paralytics. And uh, nobody could ever give me a, a, a logical answer of why, why, why did we run out? Why is it in scarcity? Nobody could ever give me an answer on that. I have no idea. Well, with uh, China being a major supplier of our drugs, that's kind of a thing that just kind of bombed my head recently because I know there's a lot of people around my neighborhood that if uh, Rite Aid or or Walgreens or CVS, whatever that one is, well, Tom, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Eli Lilly is the the number one producer of insulin? And I, I assume, I assume it's made here in the United States. I could be wrong, but uh, Lilly is the number one producer yeah, of insulin. Merck and Lilly, yeah. Uh, Merck is a big one, too. Yeah, Merck is big. All right. That's just a simple question. I won't take any more time. Okay, Tom. Appreciate your call. Nope, no answers from that. I, I have no idea what stockpiles I've got. I, I don't either. I, I do know that uh, there's a lot of money being spent, and it's being spent a whole, whole lot of nothing. If we have some time, I'll go into the story uh, in Houston where they spent $17 million ramping up for the COVID virus, and not one person was ever in that facility. There is money being squandered hand over fist. And, Steve, the point I was going to make before is this came from the federal government, we are suffering under this. They're trying to throw us a few crumbs off of the table. And that is by no means going to cover anything. A large amount of this is going to 
big corporations and banks as well? No, folks, no. Uh, the government, uh, you, you don't. haven't we learned this so far? When the government gets involved in anything, it's already cost overruns. Uh, the program itself should be put under more scrutiny. Uh, oh, God. I, I, well, John, just go back to like Hurricane Tr- Katrina, the overreach. Do you remember how many mobile homes they bought? Yeah. Yeah. I think they were they were never used, and they sat there and they sunk into the ground into the sand or whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, this is this is common practice. Somebody's making a ton of money, and a major overreach and overreaction, and this is what happens: people making money and people losing. And and the government just thinks that if they ain't got the money, it's okay to go to the bankers to borrow more money, more money, more right. money, more money, and throwing it at problems they here's the point they themselves have created. Now, if that is not the Mac Daddy of Hegelian dialectic examples, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. Because it fits it. They cause the problem, and they've endlessly, for three months, been demonstrating how severe this problem is, and then they come up with their solutions. Two years yeah. before you can open up a business in Virginia? <laughs> oh, gonna, I, I would have that governor on my plantation in chains working for me for nothing. <laughs> oh, but that's called slavery, isn't it? Oh, that's right. We can't do that anymore. God Almighty! I have, you know, Steve. We are we are in an era that is, if it wasn't so serious, it would be laughable. I agree. Eight hundred three one three ninety four forty three. If anybody wants to dare offer an opinion or ask a question, the phones are open. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. the Second Amendment your line in the sand? Is the United States Constitution important to you? Are you worried about gun confiscation? You need to join us for free at gunconfiscation.com. At gunconfiscation.com, you will meet like-minded patriots, get the latest Second Amendment news, and find anything you need to prepare for gun confiscation. Visit gunconfiscation.com today. That's gunconfiscation.com. Which side are you on? Don't regret growing old. It's a privilege denied to many. Heart disease is taking our youth from us. Young people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond are dying needlessly. One of the hardest messages I've ever had to deliver is to convince people that something natural like Extendivite should be taken as a preventative measure. I'm sure you heard an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Extendivite is that ounce. Take Extendivite for one year and see what your doctor has to say and how much better you feel. Herbs take time to address the problem. It took years of life to have a problem. Give Extendivite one year to fix the problem. Don't wait until it's too late. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com 
or visit us on Amazon. Extend your life with ExtendoVite. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Another ragtag band Declaring independence Another declaration to get your hands off my itty-bitty. Up in Washington State, folks. Yes, that's right. I said Washington State. Sheriffs begin refusing to enforce the governor's lockdown. Sheriffs are given the power by voters. And that's where their loyalty should lie. The sheriffs of Shinomish, I think this is Okanagan and Walla Walla counties, take the declared pandemic seriously but stop short of enforcing actions that violate the constitutional rights of the citizens. Most law enforcement officers don't want to arrest people who are just trying to earn an honest living and trying to put food on their table. Without a court order, the governor has no authority over sheriffs or their deputies. Shinomish uh, County Sheriff Adam Fortney posted a letter on Facebook stating, We have the right to peaceably assemble. We have the right to keep and bear arms. We have the right to attend church service of any denomination. The impacts of COVID-19 no longer warrant the suspension of our constitutional rights. Hallelujah. Pass the Bible, the Constitution, and the ammunition. To date, three county sheriffs in Washington State broke ranks and announced they will not enforce some of the governor's uh, in-sleaze executive orders relating to his several and increasingly frequent lockdown orders proclaimed on the auspices of the state of emergency declarations to the COVID-19 situation. The dominant subject of dissent among these law enforcement officials centers around what are regarded as unconstitutional intrusions by the governor and acted against the citizens of their respective counties. Hallelujah. Wow. And that should continue, don't you think so, Steve? <laughs> I do. I'm glad to, to see the sheriffs know their power and uh, and to stand up for, for the rule of law. Well, in, in I don't know how many counties Washington has, but, you know, three is not, uh, you know, knockdown numbers, but that shows you that there are people that are still serious about their jobs and what their jobs entail. Mm-hmm. And when given those unconstitutional orders, these sheriffs are saying, you know what, we're not following your EOs here because right. it runs in direct violation and conflict with the Constitution. 
just enough pushback to grab people's attention. And I don't know what the rest of you sheriffs out there in Washington are waiting for because yours is a political appointment, isn't, by way of the vote box. Well, you better hope you got enough communists out there to vote you back in because the red tide is turning in Washington as well as other states, Steve. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. And Sign then, of hope. And then some. some. And then some. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at a little stall here, and I'm trying to tread water, and I don't do that very well. I can do it in salt water, but fresh water, eh, not so much. <laughs> High salinity. Yeah, you float. Yeah. Two, three, one. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm, I'm, hey, I, was, I wasn't teasing. I'm looking something up. <laughs> Take Where's it. our callers tonight? I don't know. Where are they at? I don't know. Am I supposed to pick an article? You're supposed to say something. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I can find an article here we can talk about. Um, you know, I did talk to you about this today, and I'm going to throw this out there because I, I mentioned it yesterday on my show. But um, a lot of things are off the radar now, John, and you agree this we're being bombarded at all directions here with the COVID-19 and it's, uh, it's, it's overdone. It's saturated. I'm just, I don't even want to watch TV. I don't want to listen to radio, but, uh, I started thinking about it. Uh, we were driving around and go over to Lowe's to pick up some stuff. I'm working on the house. And I started thinking about what left the, uh, what, uh, is not on radar anymore, what we're paying attention to. And it was the, the big story at the time was the vaping, the vaping injuries. All uh, these youth are yeah. running around, and all mm-hmm. these teenagers, 40% of them had, had, had tried vaping or were regular vapors. And I started thinking about the youth, the young people that were dying from COVID-19. I started thinking, nobody's ever talking about, first of all, the comorbidities. And they're never really talking about the underlying health problems because those things really matter when it talks about this respiratory virus here. But I was wondering if any of these youth that had died were vapors. And then my wife said, Michelle Michelle said to me, what about those deaths prior to announcing COVID-19? Wonder if those deaths prior, because they didn't know what they were were calling them. We don't know what they died of. It's respiratory. It was the lungs. We thought it was vaping, but maybe there was something more involved here. I wonder if any of those deaths were actually early, early stages maybe of the COVID-19, um, the startup, prior to actually announcing it. I wonder. I don't, I don't know. Hmm. Well, and, and you brought that up earlier. You, you and I discussed that prior to the show. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think that that's a very big issue. I think it's just another one of control. And I asked a question a long time ago. What's the difference between vaping and smoking cigarettes? Uh, Okay, one is tobacco and paper, and it's usually got a filter on it, and it burns and it pollutes the air and your lungs. But what is vaping? Well, what they weren't doing before was emphasizing that, hey, this is still nicotine, and you can get addicted to the vaping. Sure. Okay, they put this as a, for, and this was a direct, and talk about marketing genius. This Mm -hmm. was in direct response to, you can't smoke in this facility. You can't smoke cigarettes. You can't. You 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 just can't pollute our environment. Well, guess what? Vaping it's smokeless. It, it has vapor that kind of simulates smoke, but it's not smoking. 
But in to to that issue, we're talking about young people uh, with healthy lungs. That I don't see that vaping presents any more of a problem to young lungs as, say, smoking a cigarette would would present. Well, you know, that'd be a good question to ask Tom in Utah. If he's still listening, maybe he can call that in sometime. But I, I've seen these people vaping, and when they blow out, exhale, it's like their head's on fire. Mm-hmm. I've never seen so much a cloud a vapor come out of one breath. I know. And I, I don't know. I, I'm wondering if there's more of an absorption with the vapor versus the smoke itself. But maybe, maybe Tom can answer that question. I'm starting to think maybe, maybe there's a greater absorption. Maybe there's a greater addiction to the vaping itself over the smoking itself. I've asked people, I, I said, well, that's nice. You're, you're, you're moving on to quitting tobacco. And so how long have you been vaping? And they said, a, a year. I said, well, that's quite long. You should have kicked the habit by now. And they, and they said, no, I don't want to quit. I like, I like nicotine. This is my new source. I'm not going to smoke anymore. I'm going to vape from this point on. And I always thought it was a stepping stone to actually quitting. And cold turkey wasn't a possibility for a lot of people. So they go to the, uh, they go to the vaping and then suddenly wean themselves off. But I yeah. guess, you know, the marketing yeah. part of it is, hey, this is healthier than the other, so just switch, you know. By the way, uh, we're getting callers. We'll get to those in a second here. Waves of repos imminent as subprime auto buyers miss payments. Uh, subprime car lenders report a sharp drop in auto loan payments. Uh, this is the sign of upcoming trouble. Some uh, subprime car buyers miss loan payments. Well, and, and, you know, Steve, assuming that this COVID-19 freak show doesn't go on too much longer, the best way for mortgage companies and banks, whether they be car loans, mortgages, whatever, you know, put your stuff on hold there. Tack those payments, whether it be three or four months or five months, whatever the case may be, just extend it past that loan. In other words, give the suckers, the mortgage and the interest paying car buyers and all that, give them a break. Just tack those payments on to the existing contract. Let's put people to work and let's get over ourselves, okay? There are ways out of this, but no, we, we no, here's a government response, Steve. We just need to throw billions if not trillions of dollars at this. Huh? Well, let's, let's talk about some of those bailouts. You know, the oil industry gets a bailout. The airline industry gets a bailout. Now, I'm, I'm really dead set against that one because these are the people that jacked their prices up, started charging you for luggage to put bring on the plane, started jacking up all their prices, seats, took away your food, took away your drinks, took away all the stuff, gave you the, the high price there for your seat, and they all claimed it was because of fuel prices. And then the fuel prices came down tremendously Mm -hmm. and did they knock it off on the price no they banked it all they have got deep pockets if you've got deep pockets dig in those deep pockets now airlines and you take care of your own business because the american people are digging down into their savings right now their pockets that's right to to survive if you want to survive then you dig into your savings because i know you got it well steve and we can start a campaign we're all in this together oh (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um, We're all in the Petri dish together. Yes, we are. The Sheldon, Petri dish. Sheldon in Spokane, Washington, or is that Spokane? How do you, how do you, how do you prefer it there? 
Well, there's 39 counties up here, okay. and it's pronounced Sahalis and Okanagan, and I forgot what you said the third one was. Whatever that third one. Well, what was it, Mike? What is it? Walla Walla. Walla Walla, Washington. Oh, you got that. You know, most of those are in the center of the state, so they aren't uh, west of the Rockies. They aren't in the socialist part of the state. And the other northeastern counties, they know they're outmanned to be polite, so they aren't really saying anything to anybody. I got stopped the other day uh, driving a friend's rig. He didn't know he had a turn signal out. I didn't have my license on me. And it uh, turned out it was a nice kid that was the son of a cowboy singer that had a tour bus and toured all around and had this knockout woman with him. And uh, everything's just another day up here. It's fine. That's important we had a local... to mention. Yeah, that's important to mention, Sheldon. A knockout That's woman. important yeah, to mention, this, yeah, the knockout right. girl. That's right. She was as good as your beautician down there, and I'll, I'll bet you better, but I haven't seen her. Okay. <laughs> now, that's why I brought it up. A, a double whammy. A beautiful woman with brains and guts. Ooh. Oh, now that, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a threat to a lot of uh, men's manhood. You do not you do recognize that, right? Right. Well, you, she kept her gun concealed, so it wasn't that much of a threat. <laughs> this is getting better. Okay, now I know why you brought it up. All right. So anyway, so anyway, we got a filling station up here, and she was kind of weirded out and shortened her hours up big time immediately. But now I went in there the other day, and I thought it was a wedding reception. I never seen so many people in such a small little podunk gas station. And then I went over to Idaho, dear Kurt Wilson's store there, and I was in a hurry, but I drove past this vacant lot. And here's, and seriously, it had been at least ten, probably a dozen three foot trailers, you know, the kind of the side opens up and right. you buy your tacos and your ICs and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And there had to have been, I didn't drive by that fast. There had to have been 30 to 50 people there, um, touching each other close. <gasps> it was again, a carnival <gasps> atmosphere. Ooh, with women with, with guns and, atm- oh, and food and, and touching and on a weekday and, yeah, you know, and Joe Biden wasn't there. World. I'm starting to get excited here, Steve. I and Joe and Joe Biden wasn't there. <laughs> no, he wasn't. But you know, I didn't take a, a census. Maybe there were some more hot women there too. I drove by too fast. Sheldon, are you a single man? If not, you're soon going to be. If your wife hears this, <laughs> no, I was. <laughs> I was going to ask you how could you tell. Anyway, thanks for the conversation, <laughs> Sheldon. I've been a talk show host for a number of years. The words that are spoken, I have a tendency to peek in between the words. <laughs> there you go, Ed in Utah. You're up next. Hello, Ed. Yeah, uh, John. A good show as usual today with you two double teaming it. Uh, just a few things quickly. Uh, I really liked your sheriff story up in Washington State. In fact, it still brings me back to Sheriff Mack. I missed your interview with him, John, but I, you know, I'm, I, I, Ed, I couldn't Ed, help Ed, can you hear? Why, why did you miss the interview? It's archived. I know. I've been so busy reviewing some things, and that's the what else I was going to get into with you uh, about some of the things I've been reviewing. I've been busy like you. Um, but let me just say this. Um, Sheriff Mack, uh, had he, well, had CPSLAA uh, gotten to work, uh, I was hoping for stories like this to uh, start budding maybe a month ago uh, throughout the country, since there are uh, all these hundreds of sheriffs that are uh, a part of the organization. 
uh, purportedly. So uh, that that's uh, kind of what, what I thought to that. I wish this would have been bigger and more widespread, not just a sheriff here or there. And uh, had they been active on a national level, uh, I think that would have happened. That's, that's my personal opinion. But um, the other thing I wanted to mention, um, I think you were right uh, the other day. In fact, I got confirmation when you said that Alex Jones was moving away from the Mike Adams uh, fear-mongering camp. Uh, no, today, I didn't. I didn't exactly say that, Ed. I didn't exactly say that. Oh, it seemed like uh, he wasn't quite in the camp of uh, you know the big numbers that Mike Adams was putting out. Well, I, uh, I you know, I, I don't. I, if you've noticed, I don't post any Mike Adams stories anymore. On, right, you know, right. On this website. And, right, and that's for a good reason. The yeah. reason I'm bringing up Alex Jones on this is that. Uh, today he does have John Rappaport's current article, and uh, uh, to me that's a, like a sea change from uh, Mike Adams that he posted uh, back in February and early March. And uh, the thing about um, um, Mike, or excuse me, uh, John Rappaport today, he's talking about how they need to, uh, in response to uh, no younger people involved in these uh, the, the corona deaths. So what uh, they're doing now is talking about, uh, and this is kind of directed at you, Steve. Uh, they're talking about the um, strokes that are happening with uh, young people. <laughs> they're just going ahead full steam and trying to contribute that to Kona death. And uh, 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 so that was Rappaport's uh, uh, current article today, and Alex Jones, to his credit, did post it. Well, and, uh, Ed, Ed, i got a suggestion for you. You would have time to listen to my archive show with Sheriff Richie Mack if you weren't listening to the Alex Jones show. Just a well, suggestion. No, I didn't listen. I, I just uh, I, I went to his postings. Oh, okay. I, I check okay. out him. I okay. check out Chuck Baldwin and you, Liberty Beacon, all the good sites. Okay, gotcha. And I noticed you, you did it, notice yeah, that Chuck Baldwin left left the Oath Keepers, right, Ed? Oh yeah, that was great. Uh, uh, the yeah. Oath Keepers. We really seen uh, separating the men from the boys here, uh, Steve. Yeah. And uh, uh, this going on. And uh, anyway, uh, lastly, and I'll leave you with that, and I'll get the answer kind of off the air. Steve, what kind of a pandemic is this where, you know, like uh, like Rappaport and others point out, uh, no children. Usually children are, you know, into the germs, and they bring home diseases to the older folk and their older siblings and their parents. Well, no I'm children glad, are I'm glad you mentioned that. What I'm about to say may be kind of crude and it's disgusting, but I made the comment a couple of days ago. My wife and I are walking around, and these little kids, they're being taught to be fearful of anybody who doesn't have a mask on. And I approached this this lane, and there were, were these kids with their parents. And uh, evidently, he he told the kids, uh, "Be be careful, be stay away from anybody who doesn't have a mask." And these kids were probably, oh, I'm going to say, five, six, seven years old, maybe up to nine years old. And I was kidding with my wife. I said, "You know," and their masks are on, and they're all freaking out. You know, the, there's the man who could get us sick. And I'm thinking, these are the same kids that pull down their mask and eat their boogers. So, you know, give me a break here. These kids are disgusting. They're nasty little kids. I mean, they're all nasty. And and they're worried about getting germs, and they put the mask on. But these are the same kids who pick their nose, you know. Right, right. And here we don't have children involved in this disease at all, which speaks to the fact that it's so exaggerated. Yes, it does qualify as a hoax. And they're using yes. it to take the rights away of uh, the American people. And you two, this show here, it was really the first show that uh, kept, because um, uh, I'm not medically inclined, and you two kept me right on the uh, uh, straight and narrow. And then 
bolstered by some of Dr. Lorraine Day and a lot of John Rappaport, yeah. uh, a mm-hmm. great intellectual hero in this battle. Yeah. I, well, I appreciate the comments. Thank you, Ed, very much. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, bye now. Thanks, Ed. By the way, uh, John Rappaport is a contributor to the Liberty Beacon. And I asked these guys, I said, does anybody have John Rappaport's number? And none of them did. Nobody can get John Rappaport unless you want to send them an email. But this guy's in a hidey hole someplace, and he ain't coming out for nobody. And and I know John Rappaport. Years ago, I used to interview him on a regular basis. So if anybody is close friends with John Rappaport out there, uh, tell them I'm trying to get a hold of him. I need to interview this guy. Yeah, I agree. Um, Quickly here, I I just wanted to bring this up. Uh, FBI raids Detroit area medical facility for using intravenous vitamin C to treat COVID-19 patients. Now, the FBI on Thursday raided a Detroit area medical facility for reportedly treating non-hospitalized coronavirus patients with intravenous vitamin C, which the FBI appears to be claiming is a fraudulent treatment. Well, the fraudsters out there trying to arrest fraudulent people? Yeah. Allure Medical Spa, which is owned by Dr. Charles Mock, M-O-K, have been giving out vitamin C injections for free to first responders before the FBI came in and aggressively shut him down. The story is posted along with a video up there. We don't have time because we got loaded phones. Just go to the website, republicbroadcasting.org, bookmark it, and folks... The stories up on that website, pass them along. Use your email trees. Get the word out. Uh Uh-oh. Ready for this? Hello, Francis. Hey, hey, you two. Ah, she changed it. (laughs) She almost messed up. She almost did. Hey, (laughs) fellas. Hey, Francis. screwed up that one. Hey, fellas. No, just kidding. What's up? Bad joke, bad joke. Two brief points for you. Actually, a brief point and then our observation, and then a question for for you, Steve. Uh, the brief point is this: I've always thought that the vaping aspect was a complete joke, but then again, the fact that the, they end up manipulating the, how much nicotine is in it is one thing. But the question is, and a lot of people I don't think even bother researching, is what other chemicals are in that mm, blend yeah. that people are you know yeah. sucking in or whatever. And I don't think they really mm-hmm. concern themselves with that, that they find it so addictive, let alone the nicotine. Now, mm-hmm. as far as, and of course, a lot of people think, well, she doesn't know what she's talking about because she doesn't smoke or anything. You're right, I don't, um, for that matter. Now, here's the medical question for you. There was an article that came across in the uh, news site, either in South of the Border, South Carolina, or locally here in North Carolina, about some fella that... Um, uh, was wheeled out of a, a hospital after being on a respirator for 21 days from uh, dealing with COVID-19, whatever number you want to give it, uh, okay. as to how many versions there are of it. And mm-hmm. I thought, okay, how can he be on a ventilator for 21 days unless that hospital has a different standard of how long someone can be on a respirator uh, due to a medical circumstance that they're going through? And on top of that, good question, good question, Francis, and I can answer that really quick. Is that they can go unlimited amount of time. I've had patients, um, oh geez, let's say uh, ballpark at four or five months on a vent, and after about 
one month, if you don't, we don't wean you and get you off the vent in one month, we actually take you to the OR and we trachea. You get a tracheotomy. And because that limits the exposure to more infections, so you decrease the get rid of the tube, oh, yeah, you put a tube in your too. neck. Okay, I'm trying so to manage I'm trying to manage months. the show here, and we're running out of time, and I still got a full bank of callers. We all have a good one. Later. Thank Tell you, Francis. Okay, didn't mean to clear your deck that fast. Uh, David in Arizona. Hello, David. Add a little bit more. Good afternoon. I'd like to add a little bit more light to the vaping situation. Uh, the main ingredient is vegetable glycerin. It usually makes up 70 to 90% of a given recipe. Okay. Um, and basically what the vaping epidemic ended up being was uh, THC, which is not even a vegetable glycerin base. It's more like an oil. Right. There was a thickener agent used in it to kind of uh, cut the recipe, and that's yeah, was what vitamin was causing e, the lung issues. Yeah, I think it was vitamin E. Right. Vitamin E acetate. Okay. All right. All right. Correct. David, Correct. I, I appreciate you cleaning that up. Steve in New Mexico. Hello, Steve. Oh, John. Hi. Oh, Steve. Yeah, um, I tried to get on and talk to Steve, but ran out of time last night. I wanted to talk to you about the math, Steve and John. And We know that we exhale, um, what do you call it, carbon, right? Carbon dioxide. So we, with the mask on... And they're, you know, breathing, whatever. Doesn't that kind of interrupt your immune system by having that on and breathing the air back? Mm. The mask on. Well, Steve? actually, actually, what it does is you would actually increase your CO2 retention a little bit more. And mm-hmm. CO2 is our, is our driving force to actually breathe. When your CO2 rises too high, you start to inhale more and blow off more CO2 to get your oxygenation okay. back. So uh, a lot of those right. masks people are wearing are not very porous. They're actually pretty bad. Um, some are too, too restrictive. Others are very porous. They're not doing a jo- good job at all. And, and, I, I, no. I, and none of them not really necessary. <laughs> yes. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Steve, as always, thank you very much, my friend. Um, we You're have welcome. become the duo, and I don't know if I can stand much more compliment. I, I don't take compliments well. I'm just, we make a good tag team, don't we? I'm just, I'm just here doing my job. That's, that's my job. All righty. Steve, thanks again. And thank you all for being here with us today. Appreciate it very much. Please support the network financially. I know, I know, I know a lot of people out there are hurting. But some of you can ride the tsunami out because, you know, you got a little bit of that bread left. At any rate, spread the wealth. We're here for you. Be there for us donate to the network. Thank you all again. We'll see you tomorrow with another edition of the National Intel Report. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed a newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! For some reason, the majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper doesn't give out the important attention of what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. 
Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 